Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Check it out. We're about to do this real quick. I'm going to need you to take these time to make sure you're hitting the share button. And welcome to the Lion's Den. Y'all get ready. Buckle up because we're about to get it in. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Lions Den with Seth. I'm Seth, y'all. Hopefully, you hit the share button, y'all, because we got some good stuff to talk about, right? We're back in the den, and these are discussions in the den. Wouldn't be able to do this without you, and most importantly, without my other lions up in the building. What's going on, fellas? Hey, hey, what's up? What's up? Yeah. Yo, Nate, what you bobbing your head to, bro? Man, I love that intro, man. I don't know about y'all, but I be getting so damn hype, man. That they, I be in the back like, come on, come on, come hey, on. Hey, I you know love the, it, man. Hey, I appreciate it, man. You know the crazy part, man? Listen, I don't know if you've been watching or, or uh, individuals that's really following the den, but we're always getting paused when it comes down to our intro because of is apparently coming up and saying, ah, there's somebody else that has this music, whatever the case is. But do you know I made that beat 15 years ago? Crazy, right? Crazy. So guess what? Hey, you, you can't stop my own shit. So anyway, what's popping? What's popping? Hey, Big Herm, what's up, man? What's up, dog? Man, hey, I'm, I'm still trying to get right over here, man. You know, my speakers is off. I'm trying to share the video. It, it, bro, what's going on, bro? Look, you didn't have a birthday, and you didn't didn't didn't, didn't get all discombobulated. Yeah, bro. When you get older, man, your your motor functions don't react as fast, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm good now. I'm good, man. Yeah, I just had my my 42nd birthday. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my my, fa- my family made me feel special, even though I don't be wanting that. I just be wanting to chill. But you know, my I, my wife is my wife, and she's going to make sure she celebrates me. So, you know, much props to her, you know right. what I mean? So, but more importantly, did y'all see the video I posted when I was in the gym? It, it, Let's yeah. end the discussion about me being light skinned from now on because I'm putting people to shame. That's Man. all I got to say about Okay, that. listen, Larry, let, look, Larry, did you see it? I didn't. I okay. didn't. Look, you don't want to. I'm going to tell you what this fool did, okay? <laughs> He's in the gym, all right? And ha- and talking to this gentleman, say, hey, I need you to let us know. He's sitting next. He's standing or sitting next to this young lady, right around my complexion, a little bit lighter, maybe. He put his hand out next to her. <laughs> and said, I need you to tell us who's darker. And the fool said he is. Uh, and they said, oh. I told y'all. I told y'all. What's wrong with this young man, dog? How much you pay him? But man, I ain't pay that dog. I don't know that dude. Yeah, you did. <laughs> complexes, man. But Larry, what's going on with you, man? How's your week getting going? Weekend was cool, man. Pretty solid. Wrapped up our first week of practice for 10U, man. I'm coaching football again this year with my son. So it's hot Yo. as I don't know what out and just trying to get mm. these boys prepped to try to go for the championship this year. Yeah. Hey, man, y'all been good with that flood that y'all had out there? Yo, man. Yeah. Y'all see everybody that's out there, man. That, that ha- it hit a lot, man, in St. Louis, yeah. y'all. And we're praying for those folks out there, man. And people have lost a lot, a yeah. lot over the storms, man. Yeah, my people's been good. Thank God, man. I, my people's ain't experienced anything, but I mean, it did hit the city pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did. Big Nate, what's popping, bro? Man, nothing much, man. Just thinking about what y'all just stated. You know, uh, I know Scott Air Force Base got hit pretty bad. Um, but yeah, St. Louis, you know, I was like, oh my goodness, I couldn't believe it. But um, but yeah, so we, you know, just one day at a time, right? You know, went through that, you know, we're resilient, we bounced back, and now we move on to uh, bigger mm-hmm. and better things. So, yeah, what's all that you trying to show us back there, man? 
What you, you what know, you got? Um, <laughs> he got an angle too, don't he? Let me tell y'all something, man. I, I, you, know, I, you know what? You know, Herm, you know, Herm, I wasn't going to bring this up, man, but, you know, um, I'm glad that you did. The first intercollegiate uh, fraternity, black fraternity, known as Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, established December 4th on the Ice Cold Tuesday, 1906. And, you know, uh, Cornell University, Ithaca, New York. So, you know, I'm proud, you know, of um, showing you off, you know. Yeah, um, absolutely. These wonderful. Um, but I, I crossed uh, cross the Bernie Sands back in fall of 21 in D.C. This is something that I, I wanted to do for such a long time. So yeah. uh, it really paved the way for where I am now. So Okay. Absolutely. Is that the paddle they smacked you with or what? No, 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 man. No, man. Just, no. I, don't know, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I just thought I just thought about, you know, I said, you know what? I got to get one. You know what I'm Yeah, saying? it's dope, so, man. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> Yo, well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, everybody that's in, welcome, welcome. Hey, let us know where you're watching, right? From, right? If you from St. Louis, from Chicago, Texas, whatever, just let us know. Boom, we're in the building, y'all. We're talking about a whole lot, but most importantly, the baby boy syndrome. Mm. Now, all right, so. All right, so look, look we, we're going to talk a little bit about the baby boy, right? W the movie, the baby boy. Y'all remember that that movie? Yeah, I do. All right, tell me, tell me what y'all remember, remember about the movie. Uh, man, I remember an old boy cooking breakfast butt naked in the house, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's a phrase that you never want to... You never want to see that the dudes that's knocking your mom off is in there cooking breakfast talking about you, you hungry, butt oh naked. Come on now. Oh my God! <laughs> all right, well, look and listen. Shout out to everybody, East Coast, the kitchen table. Okay, look. So, all right, so here it is, y'all. The baby boy. All right, it came back out in two thousand and one. Believe that? Can y'all believe Dang. that? Two thousand one. All right, so basically, it's the American coming of age hood film, written and produced and directed by John Singleton. All right, and stars Therese and Snoop Dogg, Vin Rhames, Omar Gooden, and uh, also uh, Taraji P Henson. But so the premise of the movie is when a young man is holding on to either staying at the crib, you know, doing things on a quote-unquote baby boy level and don't want to really uh, step out on his own. Now, here recently, y'all, there was a situation that... Um, that 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 kind of happened way back. Well, I don't know, not necessarily back <laughs> wow. in the day, right? <laughs> Listen, dang, see, oh, that's hey. what I'm saying. We gonna leave that alone. My bad. No, <laughs> you gotta <laughs> do it, man. <laughs> so, but anyway, y'all look. So this this video came across us, and we really thought that it was a great. Um, you know, a great way to talk about this uh, this issue. And we're not going to play all of it, but what we want y'all to do is just wrap your mind around, is this something that resonates with you? If so, y'all chime in, y'all, but I think this is a real good uh, concept. So y'all give me one second. <clears throat> Get this on up so we don't got no more issues in the world. Oh, there we go. Y'all ready? Let's go. I'm looking like him. You grown and you gotta go somewhere. I told him, you know, you ain't going to know the where you go when you get raised. Man, I just feel that at some point you need to um, make your own way. That's that's what I, you know, I'm going to walk down next. Then we got a little technical difference. Y'all Yeah, we here. Yeah, that stuff that fell off. Yeah. Hey man, yeah, hey man, who who who's that trying to play you like that, man? With yeah, your man, uh, I don't I don't quite understand that, man. This young lady, man, she's doing great things. You know, I can't believe she sat up there and you know put me on the front street <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, you Mr. Silky Smooth, man. Saying, saying I was thirty eight back in 01. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, I'm thirty eight now. You know, I'm thirty eight. I don't even know if I'm thirty eight or nine. No, I'm about to be forty. You know, yeah. so I'm thirty nine. You know, I don't know what Miriam talking about. You know. Hey, so, <laughs> so so in that video, it's cold with it too, man, real smooth. And that video was about to get into, so I don't know how long we're gonna have Seth out, but for our listen, for our listeners, what that video was going to get into was a stepfather speaking to a grown son. I think he's about twenty one. Like Hold 29. on, 
Yo, what, how far y'all? Right. Hey, hey, listen, the damn dog kicked out the, the plug. For the, uh, <laughs> oh, my fault. Hey, did y'all watch it? Did the show? No, no, no you got to go ahead and play it. Right, Ten seconds. Ten seconds. Yeah. Okay, but move. Got it. Let's put our put our put our stuff on mute. Yeah, I think we're hearing back back. Yep, y'all was back. In. Okay, cool. Got you. Let me one second, y'all. Y'all stand by. We we in there. We in this building. All right, we got it. Uh, trying to get this situated. In the the dang dog come around. See, that's what you get for talking about me with my technical difficulties. Yo. Now look at you. See, see how the Lord works, you know you what see? I mean? Man, shut up, man. Listen, you, can't talk about the Lord. you go to church three times and now you in the choir. All right. We got this. Boom and boom. Take that outside. Come on, man. I tell you all this stuff, man. I'm barely here, so I'm barely making. All right, y'all. Okay, okay, okay. All right, y'all back in it. Y'all back in it. Oh man. All right, go ahead. You unmute, uh, Larry. So, fellas. All right. So now, what do what do y'all think about this? What what do y'all think? Like, is this <laughs> look? Now, who knows? It could have been staged or whatever. But the reason why I believe that this was so important is because this happens in real life. It happens in real life. Larry, man, what you think, bro? So at 29, though, <laughs> that's a problem. I, I'm just going to tell you where I stand on this. At 29, that's yeah. a problem. All right. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to lie. I didn't leave the house until I was 23. And um, I joined the Air Force. I joined the military at that time just because I knew it was just time to do something different. But in between, between me graduating high school and leaving the house, officially leaving the house, I stayed in dorms at the uh, at the colleges and stuff and then came back, you know, and worked and paid. I didn't pay like rent, but I paid utilities and gave money for food. You know, I, I, I gave my fair share. OK. And then I was still, you know, stacking my money and doing what I was supposed to do. So here's my thing with this, though. At 29, when I listen to them talk, it's almost like the mama is pacifying the baby, the boy. And the daddy is, you know, trying to do what daddies do. We're trying to make men out of, uh, out of our young boys. And I don't think he's trying to just throw them out there. But he's like, hey, man, you need to come up with a plan because you're 29 years old. You're still walking in this house. And I'm trying to walk through this bad boy butt naked with me and your mama. And you still here, you come. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, think about the Friday movie when uh, Pops came out. He's like, every time I'm in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? It's like, at, at some point, bro, you got to go. And, and at some point, you know, I, what the fine line is between setting our kids up to be successful when they leave the house so that they never have to come back. And if they do, it's okay. But at the same time, it's like, at 29, like, come on, how far along are we going to go with this? Is he going to be 35, 40 years old before he get out and, and get his first apartment? So me personally, I think this is a discussion. It ain't just a black folks discussion. This is all people's discussion. And what is the appropriate age that we tell our kids? <laughs> it's time for you to go. Let's open up to all of y'all. Yo, man. Yo, all right. And, and listen, it's a lot to unpack in that little bit of time. Okay. And listen, shout out to Miss uh, Zena. She says, yeah, 29 is a bit much. First mm -hmm. of all, 20, anything to me is a bit much. But uh, hey, Nate, what that you part. think, bro? Yeah, I think it's dependent upon the household itself and what establishment that, you know, the connection that lies within. But I agree with you. Like, um, there's a grace period, right? I would say at some type, 
at, at some moment in time, you have to tell yourself, okay, you know, if this is not working out, then I know I need to sit up there and move on to plan B. But you better have a three-year plan established ahead of time or whatever mm-hmm. to make sure that you're good to go. And I'd be damned if there's going to be anybody that's going to be sitting up there living with a uh, mother for free or whatever, saying that, hey, you know, let me stack my bread without having, helping out with the with the bills or anything like that. You must be a damn fool. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, to each his own, man, everybody different. But, you know, not everybody's going to think like Seth. Not everybody's going to think like Herm. Not everybody's going to think like Larry or I, you know, in, in these decision making. So it's just one of those things, you know, what is the member going through? Um, do they have a well-established uh, plan? Um what does their outlook uh, look like uh, moving forward? So it's it's a lot of caveats to that. It is. It is. All right. So, Herm, check it out, bro. This is the deal. You do understand this was a stepfather. Okay? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's coming into his old mm-hmm. lady's spot, right? Mm-hmm. And so apparently her and her son has this understanding. Now, what do you think about the situation? Here's what I think. Because, I mean, I grew up I grew up with a stepfather. You know what I mean? And um, first of all, I don't see me talking like that to him but anyway at 29 years old right I mean, i see i see what lily's talking about and then, and i want to address the difference between son and daughters a little bit later but at 29 years old right you are not and just speaking on this video where the kids not really do with nine equipment grown man's not even helping take out the trash bro right let's just speak on this video mm-hmm. and you know we I know they're talking about what if they launching businesses? What if they what if? But we're speaking on this kind of instance, right? Where the kid, where the guy's not even helping take out the trash and really not contributing anything to the house. That's mm-hmm. what we're speaking about. All right. So at 29 years old, you're not helping your 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 uh, child out, your grown child out. I don't even know how to describe him. Mm-hmm. You're not helping them out because what happens when you're when you're dead and gone? See? And they've been so used to living off of you and not being able being held accountable for anything. Don't even know how to pay a bill. Mm. They don't they don't know how to pay a bill. They don't know how to take out the trash. Can't cook their own food. You know what I'm saying? They are literally toddlers in grown people's bodies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All they know how to do is just exist inside the house. So a parent is thinking that they helping their kid out. You're not kicking my kid. My That's my only son. Mm-hmm. But he will never develop into a man under that environment. Hey, what you said, and you know what? I believe that's the other part of it, right? I believe that in this situation, the mother and some mothers, right? This is my only baby. This is my only. And so I understand that there is a protective, you know, instinct going on there. However, there's a balance in this time to kick his ass out and fly, not let him fall and die and splat. But let them feel life. You dig what I'm saying? So shout out to Sharita. She says, yes, everyone is different. However, 29 is over a decade after graduating. 10 years is more than sufficient. Mom is being an enabler. Right. And I agree. I do believe that if we are doing our jobs, if we're doing our jobs and really establishing rules. And, and I mean, y'all, I want y'all to go into these comments because we do want to talk about them. But if we've been going over these rules and everything, blah, blah, blah. You should want to get out the crib. I don't want to make this comfortable. You can stay as long as you want. No, no, because I've done A, B, C, D, and E with you and for you. You see, now it's time for you to walk in your own, you know, green pastures. Go ahead, Larry. Hey, let me tell you the flip side of this, too. If you listen to the, (laughs) some of y'all watch this video, right? This Mm -hmm. not only impacts the mom and the son, but it's also going to impact the mom and the stepfather. And of here's course, why, yes. because yeah. the step, the step, the mom, not the stepmom, the mom is already siding with the son. So now to mm-hmm. me, as I, as I watch it, it's two against one. So now anything he says or do, if he try to dis- not necessarily discipline because he's 29, but if he try and, you know, weed him out or get him to on the straight path. Now it's almost like when well, my mom said, I'm good. I can stay here as long as I want. So who are you? And now you've got that faction going on. And it's like, to me. After that conversation, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Me and mm-hmm. old, me and old girl, we through anyway. You know, it just, yeah, just that conversation. That's it's true. a wrap because that's, that's you're true. not gonna win that battle. No, 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 no. You're absolutely right. And and then also too, y'all, just to let y'all know those that haven't seen the clip, but there comes a time where in the part of that clip, he says, "Well, listen, I'm paying all the bills. I ain't gonna pay the bills." Yeah. 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 But it ain't his house though. That's the problem. Yeah. He right. paying all the so, bills, but it ain't his house. You see what I'm saying? So you know. It's it's so it's so crazy, but the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, this is what we do in our communities, and we create wedges, 
right? Because we don't want to, in my mind, this is just my, my crazy little mind, we do not want to establish a growth process and groom our children to be adults. We are so afraid and based off of what we think society is going to do to them, we're not giving them the tools to fight back efficiently. Nate, what you think, bro? No, man, uh, like you said before, man, you got to get that man out that nipple, man. You got to get out that breast oh, milk. You know what I'm saying? That's the first thing. And then the second thing is one of the things that people have to realize is that you will always have a home. Right. Yeah. Your family would never let you fail to rock bottom to the point where you don't have an establishment to come back to. Correct. Now, on the flip side, I can see if you sat up there and said that, hey, I'm going to buy this house or whatever. And now y'all can live with me and I'll take over everything moving forward. Mm -hmm. But my main thing is that, you know, he was my, step, right, my, step, right? my, step, my, my stepfather is my father. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, my stepfather is my father. So, you know, it's one of those things like, what do you want for yourself? You know, and there comes a point in time where the mother is going to have to disengage mm -hmm. and start to let the man st step up to the plate and say, OK, you know what? I know I'm not your father. Right. But this is what I'm doing in support of this household. Tell mm -hmm. me exactly what your plans are. Tell me how we move forward. Tell me, you know, what it is that you need from us in order for us to make sure that you're set up both personally and professionally. But sometimes, you know, they lean back to the nipple and they sit right. up there and they say, hey, you know what? I get what you're saying, but my mom told me that I'm good to go, so I'm going to stay here as long as I want to or whatever. And as long as I have that backing, nothing See, else would change because that, the mindset yep. becomes mm -hmm. crippled. You're absolutely right. And I'm about to give this back to you, uh, uh, Herm. But to your point, man, the the wife or the, the woman, she is establishing where the man's place is right. in front of her son. You see what I'm saying? And people don't understand that you already jacking up the structure in front of him. And so you're letting him know my place is here and yours is back there. And that's how it's going to happen. What you think, though, Herm? Huh? Man, she still see her son as her man. You know what I mean? And, and, that, and that's the issue. You know what I mean? You got a lot of that going on that where the mom looks at the boy not just as her son, but as the man figure in her life. Correct. And she can't let that go. You know what I mean? That's, so that's why she easily tell her man who's paying all the bills, you can go. I got my man. You know what I mean? What I need you for. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, that 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 29-year-old is not paying no bills. So but yeah. let me let me address something real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Now, like like Nate said, man, you always have a home, man. Sometimes as an adult, even me as 40, a lot of us are, are a couple of decisions away of being homeless. Right. I get that. You know what I mean? Yes, and, sir. And, and if I got to go back to my parents' house, that'd be a very humbling experience. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? But but I will do it, you know what I mean, in order to get my family ahead. Yes. yes. But to just sit up in there and just be drinking juice all day and not have a plan to go move forward. Right. And right. my parents allow me to do that. What kind of productive life am I going to have as an adult moving forward? So it is. And so, look, as a matter of fact, let's do this, if y'all don't mind. Let's do maybe a few more seconds of this, right? Because there's different layers of this. Y'all good with that? Yeah, I want to talk about the difference between oh. the son and daughter. What Lily okay. asked about. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's huge. So, look, let, let's do this real quick, right? Uh, I think that we can dive into a tad bit more because there's so many different layers of this that um, that we're not really touching on, but that really makes some sense. So, stand by. Right, he don't even be here. So well, what is you talking about? He don't be here like that. He come here, well, he sleeps, and then he don't he really the rest of the day. When he's here, he needs to help out. He needs to do something. Well, I tell you what, he ain't okay. no well, uh, real he ain't got now I need to stop right there. 
I need to stop right there. You get what I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, first of all, everybody, look, we're here on the Lions Den, y'all. We're talking about this baby boy syndrome. And there's so many different things that we see right now that contribute to the enabling of men and women in the household as far as living their lives. Okay, so that was just a small illustration. But please make sure y'all hit the share button, hit the share button. Go ahead, Big Herm. What you was going to say, man, about the difference between the men and the women? Well, well I wanted to ask you guys i mean i'm only a father of daughters you know what i mean mm -hmm. and i can only imagine what i would be like if i have a son but you know as everybody knows it's different when you see the when you see the child so i don't know how i would truly be if i have a son but i would imagine that i would have different structured roles for both of them yeah you know what i mean there's certain things that i probably would allow my daughters to do that i would allow my son like i could see my daughters if my daughters is figuring it out you know being there to 23 24 but i'm trying to get them to get to where they need to be at uh, -huh. uh i, I want to what y'all think about that so her let, let me let me go let me go you know uh i'm i'm gonna be the first to tell you right you know uh i have a son and i have a daughter it's going to always be objective with my son it's going to be subjective with my daughter right because i feel like you know as a as a son you know you have you've been equipped with the tools and resources just as the daughter has but we're going to be more uh how can i put this we're going to be more uh we're going to we're going to dive back a little bit we're going to be more vexed with our daughter but i want to go back to the son real quick so this man probably had a job what at the age of 16 mm -hmm. and you know going back to the story or whatever not to get away from the subject but I would take it that this young man had a job at the age of 16 ain't never paid a damn bill in his life right so you're telling me that you're 29 you had 13 years to sit up there and save and all <laughs> of a sudden you still sitting up there in the household man. and then i want to blame the stepdad for wearing that green bay packers hat because that's the reason why he allowed <laughs> that to happen right there that's the second thing right <laughs> there stupid. and then the third thing is, is that uh like the like the i mean everything that we're saying right now we're getting it from the comment feed Mm -hmm. they, uh, everyone is on the same page, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's that, you know, hey, there needs to be a moment where the uh, the mother and the stepfather needs to sit up there and have a discussion away, aside from, you know, that member or whatever. But, uh, it, I mean, if you've been there since 29 or whatever, you need to sit up there and give me a three-year uh, game plan on um, what the outlook looks like. I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all how y'all know Nate, Nate military as hell, man. This man calling the man kids members. Members. So you got to... <laughs> Objective and objective. Yeah, you know, you gotta have a conversation with that member. I'm like, you, you like, <laughs> you ain't counseling them. But look, at the time, I believe that, hey, at the end, of, that's what it is. See, what you gonna do? Blame it on the damn show, too. So check it out, y'all. At the end of the day, we have to know our kids, and I believe it's our responsibility to arm our kids with everything they need to go out yeah. in this world and prosper. Now, I do understand some people feel as though, look, they're not ready. They're not ready. If they're not ready, who fault is it? Come on now. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not the parents' fault, though. I disagree with that. But all right, whose fault do you think it is? It, it's their fault. It's not always Ooh. the parents' fault that our kids right, are not yeah, ready to go out into this true. world, even okay. though, like, right, like check this out. And I, and I'm getting personal. Yeah, My son had a um, what the class? They had a class, a personal finance class that he did mm -hmm. not take serious, even mm -hmm. though I show him, hey, come in, let me show you how I pay the bills, what what everything looked like. I try and show him all that stuff. Uninterested. Mm -hmm. Now he's out in the real world and he's making these decisions and still not including us in some of these decisions to kind of get our our input, not necessarily to say we tell him yes or no, but just get our input. He refused to do that, and then he found himself in a bind. That's not the parents' fault, bro. That is true. the kid's fault no. out here trying to be grown and do grown things and not understanding the full whole perspective of what you're doing and the decisions you make. Right. That's not no, my no. fault. No, 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 no. What I mean by that, what I mean by that is it because it is the parents' fault when they are the sole source of giving that information and they don't have it and they don't provide it because our responsibility as far as being parents is to communicate and to articulate the consequences and self-accountability. So they're going to make whatever decision that they want. So no, at that point, it's no longer your fault. You did. But when they when you gave them everything that they have or need, you gave them every tool and they still want to screw in a light bulb with a hammer. Come on now, but 
if they don't know how to screw in this damn light bulb after X amount of years, come on. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, that's a prime example of being privileged. And I'll leave at that. Absolutely. It, it really is, bro. That's privilege. That video is privilege. Mm. What do no, you mean yeah. by that? Only I mean, child. come on, man. You know, when you sit up there and you say, oh, we don't never get an opportunity, we don't never get a chance. That's every chance and opportunity that you're given, you know, over and over and over again. That is privilege, mm. you know? Mm. So if you're not taking advantage of that, if you're not willing to think outside the box, you condone that. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. household has condoned that. And, and, and I thought, exactly. Yeah, and, and listen, look, look, shout out. Look, That's first true. of all, let me go through these, right? So it's look, some parents aren't equipped to be uh, proper parents in the first yeah, place. That's true. true. Sometimes it's parents, kids still raising kids. You're right. Man, I'm trying you to tell you. Saying? I mean, you think about, like, take me, for instance. Well, I, I told you a story before when my daughters asked me, you know what I'm saying, to help them with their homework. And I told them they need to copy off the other kids like I did when I was in school. And you know I, mean? I can't, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm not the one to ask for homework help. You know what I mean? YouTube will copy some goddamn line. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't stand you, bro. I can't stand you. Hey, hey hold on. Now. Look, y'all, look, let's look forward to these comments, right? So yeah. Uh, shout out Crystal. She says, All right, you can't uh let me see, you can have a child. And oh, I'm sorry, you can give the child the tools if you don't have them. You're absolutely right. right. Uh, the crystal, shout out to you. She says, um, you know the maturity of young adults. Okay, so you do know the maturity, and that's what I was saying earlier, right? Some are not ready. As parents, it's our job to prepare them for the outside world. Some kids are ready, some are not, and some are trying to hold on. Every household is different. And check it out to her point. There are some kids, listen, they know that they mama is going to let them stay in the house. And they know mm-hmm. it. They don't want to go out them stairs. They don't want to go outside. Him ain't ready. So every time him ain't ready, mama say, well, listen, I'm going to take care of my baby. I don't care what nobody say. Right. And just and, remember, and, these kids got a mind of their own too, bro. I understand we keep saying it is our job as parents to pre- prepare our kids. But y'all got to understand, man, we're in a new generation. Yeah. You see, look, that's what happened when when you start talking yeah. crazy. No, it muted his stuff. Yeah. No, no, but I agree with Larry, man. Yeah. Once one size, one size don't fit all, man. No, because I no. do, I I know some people out there be like, yo, no, my kid ain't gonna join the military. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And and they kids is just staying at Domino's or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like you you really need to provide your kids the opportunity. You know, don't talk down on careers when it probably could help them. And, you know look, I mean? and to your point, real talk, it'd be individuals saying, my child ain't go do this and that, that, that. And they've never tried it themselves. Right. Right. So how can you how can you advise somebody on something what they shouldn't do if you didn't have the wherewithal to try it yourself or maybe you wanted to. But now you're still trying to live through your children. Nate, what you think about that, bro? Man, let me tell you something. I, I, I muted myself or whatever. I had to step away, man, with her. And make that statement. <laughs> yeah, he's a nut. I, I, I'm keeping real, man. Hey, man, I spit out my drink, man. So let me, <laughs> let me tell you this. Kids will hear what they want to hear and see what they want to see. Right. And, you know, they only practice. They, they, they only do what they're taught. Right. right. And so it, it, I, it just that bothers me a little bit. Like I, I see, you know, if, if you need to get a leg up. Right. If there's assistance that's needed. But you better be bringing something else to the table. But go back to your question. My bad. What did you say before, Seth? No, I was just basically saying is, you know, when is it appropriate? Right. Or like what what type of conversations do you think we should have to with, with our children? Because I do understand that you need to know who they are. Right. I got to answer for that after Nate. Go yeah. But, but just like when do you you know, what I'm saying when do you you see? Because also and I understand, too, from Larry's point, man. Look, the thing is, is that our children did not ask to come here. You understand? That's at the end of the day. They did not. So our responsibility is to give them everything they need to survive. That's our real job. Right. Right. Like even if you don't like them, you still got to take care. You should still take care of them. And part of taking care of them is giving them the right tools to take care of themselves. Right. But so, Nate, when do you stop, though? You don't know. It's twofold. And I think Herm is going to say the same thing. You don't stop. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's that, you know, I think it's that piece where, you know, uh, that's that invincible piece. Right. You don't stop. You're always going to have that mindset in the background or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I, and, and so 
however, you can still stay afloat and continue to encourage the member, you know, daily to say, hey, where, where are you at? What, what's going on? What are you doing? Um, I, I want to go back to Larry. I want to go back to Larry point, though, you know. <laughs> Um, Larry, we talk about uh, children. You know this, yeah. Right? yeah not I, members, I, though. No, I said right? members. My, 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 <laughs> Nobody's in processing, dog. They not they not in processing into the military hey, right there, man. Let me, this, let, me let me go back to let me go back to Larry's uh, perspective, man, because I think um, it's it's a touchy subject in a sense. You know, I, I grew up, you know, with my stepfather being in my life, and that's one of the hardest things that you could ever do when you know all you had was your mother. You know, we had a, 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 a our mother raising, you know, four kids, single mother working, you know, uh, three, sometimes four jobs. And then all of a sudden, you know, we get we, we get someone else to come into the household. It's different. Right. And so it's one of those things. It's like there's only so much that you're going to listen to. Right. Mm-hmm. That he has to say. But however, that consistency being the mother has always been there. You know, I didn't really open up to my uh, and I don't say stepfather. I call him my father. I ain't really opened up to my father until literally I joined the military, mm, you see. know. So it's, it's 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 a process. Right. Yeah. And I would say for you, Larry, it's a process, you know. So when you sit up there, and you say that, um, you know, it ain't always on appearance and so forth and so on. I know you as a brother. I know you as a man. You've done an exceptional job and you've done everything in your willpower that you could possibly do. Yes, sir. You have to let them go out. You have to let your son go out and, you know, just experience, you know, that life is not easy. Life would never be easy and it wasn't meant to be easy. So we have to be okay with letting individuals know that it's okay to fail, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to have your best interests. Mm-hmm. As a last resort, but you have to go through these trials and tribulations in order to be uh, in order to prevail moving forward. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, look, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. So one, one thing, oh, one thing ahead. before we wrap this segment up. Go ahead. And hey, members, hey, talk to hey, the members. Yeah, I'm talking to the members out there. All the me- Hey, one thing that uh, parents of today need to understand is that we had a disadvantage of our own parents. True. And I may explain why. You know what I mean? We didn't have the same influence that our kids have today. You know what sure. I'm saying? When our kids looked up the people to look up to, when, I mean, when we looked up the people to look up to, we looked at our parents and the adults around us. Mm-hmm. Our kids got social media. They got phones and stuff like that. They are influenced by everybody in the world. You know what I'm saying? They're seeing all this different stuff. So they're not just being talked to just by you. And you could say, well, just take the phone away, but that's not the that's not the life we live in today. Correct. It's not Correct. that easy no more. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So you it's gotta be a constant, constant, always inside your kids' life, inside your kids' ear, understanding what they're being told, and you know what I'm saying, figuring out what their thought processes are when it comes to certain things, because man, they are being talked to about everything from every angle. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised what your kids know. Mm-hmm. My mother-in-law. Go ahead, read it. Said parents often you gonna have me reading in public. Hey, go ahead. Long parent. Okay. Hey, read, read <laughs> parents are facilitators. It's your job to introduce as much information and instruction as possible to assist them in developing a life plan. Know your child. What mm. do they want to do with their lives? Do they want to do they want to get life choices? In, do they work to get life choices in motion? And that's that'd stand the test of time right there. There you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, welcome to Lions Den. Angelic, I see you over here. Yeah, I wish you could have been on the show. Hey, you you know how to contact me. You know what I'm talking about? That's what it is. All right, Miss Lily Wilson. She said it's hard to find the balance in something in this. Sometimes we work hard on this. Yes. And that's what we need to do. So before we go into the next segment. <clears throat> Make sure y'all hit the share button, right? Because every time you share this, we're sharing this information. But brothers, I want to know, are y'all okay upstairs? Like, are y'all okay? Nate, you good? I'm good. You good? Herm, you straight? I can't answer that, man. I don't know if somebody from the VA is watching. You know what I mean? I got to I plead the fifth. Man, you stupid. Look, you're done. You're good. (laughs) Mary, you good, right? You good, bro? And see, you, you He's still muted yourself. or something. Yeah, yeah, he got muted yourself. Yeah, and I've been in my frustrations offline, but yes, I'm good, brother. That's good. So, and ladies and gentlemen, I want y'all to give us feedback. Give us a hashtag, I'm okay, or I'm working on it. 
Okay. And we're talking about you mental health, your mental health and how important it is. Y'all listen, we don't talk about this a lot. And then as we talk about what we're doing for our kids and what our kids should be doing, are we really mentally prepared to give them the right information to live their best lives? Right. So y'all let us know. Right. This, this is just a real quick sanity check. Are you OK? And now we're going to transition. All right. We're going to transition to how individuals are talking about their mental health. And so it's an outside well, it's an inside look on what people perceive individuals should, you know, how they should act or whatever. But this is a conversation between individuals. So I want y'all to um, watch this. Right. Just watch this and just with an open mind. get up in this business real smooth all right let me share this here we go Think right, right now, now it's, it's like, like motherfuckers only, only care when you, you when, when, when it's time for somebody, somebody to die and, and the, the cameras to show it's like bro motherfuckers is out here showing every they that they need help. The only people in your life who haven't stolen from you are your kids. Now that you are an adult, now that at least right now you're out of basketball, are you searching out other people to build adult relationships with? Or are you so, or is everything that's happening in your life is so difficult? I don't need a house. I play basketball and I go home. I don't care what you do. Like all I care about is playing basketball. And I go home and I try to talk to my kids as much as I can. I don't see them as much as I can because I know I'm not traveling as much no more. I don't know what to expect when I leave this house no more. You know what I'm saying? I don't talk to nobody. You know what I'm saying? I've reached out. 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 I got it. I got it. That's not sustainable. Like you too young, young, bro. That's, that's not, not sustainable, bro. You, you can still, still play ball. So that's yeah. not sustainable. So, 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 so I can come, come up here. I can tell you somebody else. Like, I'm with the door. I'm gonna try to hide back, but I'm gonna smile. You don't gotta put nothing on me. Like, oh, I can just sit back. I'm gonna tell you this. Like, I'm not. I like, like, I know that's not sustainable, but at the same time, like, what? None of us can do it alone, bro. All right, brothers, go ahead. Make sure y'all unmute. So, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why we, um, we played that is because this is just an example. All right. This Michael Beasley, right. Basketball player, very promising, you know, individual and in career until he started really talking about mental health. All right. And, and, and the things that was going on with him. And so this within this platform, I forget the name of it. Herm, what's the name of this, that platform, that show that's called pivot. Yeah. The pivot. Okay. And then, so the brothers is really talking about essentially you hear this we all have a place and a space where <clears throat> we we may not be okay but how do you find that safe space to communicate that and 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 also how important that is nate what you think that's important man uh, you know i watched this i watched this right and the first thing that came to my mind was a poem um called test of a man if you don't mind can i share it real quick yeah, go ahead. So test of a man by author unknown. Test of a man is the fight that he makes, the grit that he daily shows, the way he stands upon his feet and takes life's numerous bumps and blows. A coward can smile when there's not to fear and nothing his progress bars, but it takes a man to stand and cheer while the other fellow stars. It isn't the victory after all, but the fight that a brother makes. A man with driven against the wall still stands erect and takes the blows of fate. With his head held high, bleeding, bruised, and pale, it's the man who will win and fate defy, for he isn't 
afraid to fail. Test of a man by author unknown. And I tell you, that is uh, deep. That is deep. When you see something like that, when you see someone that's essentially begging for help, like I've crossed all avenues that there may have been. And it seems as if, you know, there's still not enough. And uh, I hope, I will hope that, which I have no doubt that those men, that those brothers would sit up there and invite, and invite, you know, Mike to their homes. But the one key thing that I took away from that, not only the message, but we are where we are right now because of a village. Mm. We're not here on our own, right? So we know that ultimately that's what it's all about. And so that's what he needs to tap into. Dig it. What you think, Larry? Yeah, well, one, I want to give kudos to him for actually coming out and saying it on a, on a podcast like that with so many followers. So you can tell he's hurting. And, and just yeah. to come out and just say it the way he did, you can see the hurt in him. Uh, those brothers are going to reach out to him and try and get him, you know, somewhat sta- stabilized as best he can. Uh, I appreciate my circles. I got different circles for different circumstances. It all depends on what's going on. But I've I've been lucky at every base I've been to and been stationed at that I've had a small group of people that I can actually confide in and talk, you know, vent and do all this other stuff just uh, based upon life, you know, not just necessarily the military, but just life stuff, you know, everything that comes with that. And sometimes you got to find an avenue to get that stuff out of your system or it'll eat you alive. And I can tell it's probably been eating him for some time coming from that world he lives in from college sports to to the nba and a lot of the fake friends that you get because of the money and the fame that comes with it who knows what he's been through i know they was talking about if you watch a little longer they were talking about people stole a lot of money from him so he got a lot of trust issues going on emotional issues and just a lot of other things probably things from his childhood he haven't even addressed yet that he's dealing with and he's crying for help and i hope he gets it yeah Um, yeah bro I, i got a lot of things right so I, I, I really hope um, Shannon, uh, Channing, you know what I'm saying, the one that was training Crowder, the one that told him that he can come to my house, I really hope he meant that and not say that just for the show. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, you heard Michael Beasley say, I've been searching for good people for so long, I have to die for, with some dignity. Mm-hmm. That's the stage he's at right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he's just sitting back. Not tr- He's been putting himself out there. And the thing is, people will say stuff. They will say stuff, but never have the follow-up. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, I'll be there for you, man. We're going to hang up. We're going to link up. But as soon as we're done with the interaction, you know what I'm saying, time goes by more and more, and I'm not really thinking about you anymore. You, you know, know it, yes, yes. And, and, and to your point, the reason why I, I can understand and why I hear where you're coming from is because we're all dealing with our own stuff, too. We are. You know? and, and and always, always like it don't stop, bro. It don't stop. So I'm going to say, first of all, I'm going to make sure I give y'all y'all fly worse now. Right. For being the solid brothers that y'all are. Right. And and just different levels. You know, right? Different levels, because I know I can holler at Herm about something that really don't matter sometimes but then sometimes i can lean in and boom 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 and we go back and forth same thing with nate will even foots and and also larry you know what i'm saying we can do that but it's not easy because of our pride right because of our ego because of what society sometimes have put us in boxes that we don't even know we're in sometimes you did so when it's like hey i'm hurting i don't know how to really navigate like i had to call her this weekend just real quick just a, like a three second call like yo I, I would normally be tripping about this. I need you to let me know if I'm tripping or not. You see what I'm saying? Because the way I'm thinking right now, if I'm communicating or operating in a different space, individuals will look at me like I'm crazy. Am I crazy? Sometimes it'd be something that small. Am I okay? And it's not, and so when I asked this question right earlier, yes, you know where you are, but also when you're bouncing your ideas or you know just your words and things off of your true family, your true circle, your true unit, if you will, they will say, they will be able to say, no, nah, you're missing the mark on this one. Or you know what? You're all right. Trust me. You're okay. You get what I mean? We need that. Now, what do you think about that, Nate? It's the member, right? It's the member wanting to put themselves out there and, you know, be vulnerable. Um, 
I agree with her. It's, it's one of those things that I hope that, you know, the member will take the time and follow through. It's, it's, it's twofold for me in the sense of, did you feel this way when things were going right or you only feel this way when things were going wrong? Did you feel this way early on in your career or are you only feeling this way because of the aftermath? Mm. You know, and so there's there's other entities or whatever that also plays a part, you know, in, in my mindset and, you know, how I'm thinking about this whole scenario. And, you know, when we talk about trust issues and, you know, all those things, what were you doing? You know, even if you may not have been, you know, uh, uh, financially, you know, literate or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, well, what, what have you done to progress in those stages moving forward? And I, and I don't, and don't take this the wrong way, but hell, have you reached out to Delonte West and uh, spoke to him about, you know, how he was able to sit up there and overcome, you know, exactly you know, what overcome. he went through, you know, you know he I back mean, on the street, but it's just one of those things. It's just like, when you say you reach out, you reach out and you reach out, you know, don't, don't, I mean, rely on faith. Don't sit up there and just depend on man or whatever to sit up there and, you know, answer what it is that you have that's going through or whatever. We can only do so much, but you got to sit up there and say, okay, you know, where I fuck up at? You know, what is it that I need to do, you know, moving forward and accept that accountability? I'm not saying that, you know, mental health is one of those things that can be easily, you know, uh, that you can easily overcome. It's not, right? I mean, we all go through it, but there's a trigger point in our mindset where we stop blaming and we start to sit up there and say, hey, you know what? What is it that we have to do moving forward? And, 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 and you, yes. And you know what, Nate? Look, and I'm going to just touch on that real quick, man. Sometimes, sometimes if you're not honest with yourself, you're going to surround yourself with individuals that's going to still support that negative thought processes. Right. And then and then what happens is you can get that convoluted. Is that faith talking to me or is that someone that's still hurt just like me? You get and what I'm saying? And, and because, me, talk, because look, when you're talking to healed people, the conversations are different. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So people have to be mindful. And so I do agree. That is accountability is a good point. So I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. No. And let me add on to that. You know, I have to learn to protect my energy. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once your burdens start to become my burdens, I got to release. Bruh. I have got to release. I cannot sit up there and continue to take that on. That that's not that's not what I'm about. I can't do that. And very seldom do I say I can't, but that is one of the things that I can definitely sit up there and say. Now, if you if you want to use me as a plug to move uh forward in another direction, I can be that for you. But it can't be those, you know, standard conversations of I can't, I can't, I'm doing I, this is happening, this is no, we need to start yeah, talking about how we progress yeah. moving forward. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So I, I want to fl- I want to flip it. Go ahead. You, you had something there? Go ahead, bro. Yeah, I was just going to say when he talked about he's tired, he keep reaching out and reaching out. I guess my question would be, who are you reaching out to? Are we reaching That's out right. to our peers, our ball players, or are we reaching out to professionals that can actually help you, guide you? And we go spiritually and phys- physically. So when he said that, I, I I get the implement, I get the uh the the inkling that he's reaching out to his other peers, but not the professionals that can actually yeah, help him and guide him. Mm-hmm. No, a good point. So, so I want to flip this as something that is more tangible for us, right? You know, what I'm saying, being uh military guys and being you know just working class people. I never really. I remember when I I heard. Uh, that a lot of people committed suicide after retiring from the military, right? And I never quite understood that. Now, make no mistake, I never thought about committing suicide. But I do recognize the drop-off of where you were and where you're at, you know what I'm saying, for a lot of people when they retire. And I understand where a lot of people wouldn't be able to handle that. You know what I'm saying? I went from working at AMC, command level AMC, senior master sergeant, you know what I mean? The Back at the crib, I'm just myself. And if you're not comfortable with your own self, man, that could be hard on a person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That could be hard on a person. So it's like you go from people always calling you, looking for advice about what to do with their career to those those conversations not happening as you're much. You're not calling you no more. You know what I'm saying? It's not happening as much because you're not really plugged in to all the people the same way. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like when, when we when you think about that, 
uh, what Michael Beasley's talking about, you know what I'm saying? He was at the height of his career. People stole and leased from him, and now he feels like he's kicked to the curb. A lot of military people will feel that way, too, upon retirement if they're not comfortable in, in securing who they were outside of the uniform. First. You're absolutely right. And so what we're talking about and what you're not insinuating, but what you're talking about really is the imposter syndrome. You get what I mean? So when individuals do or they hit certain heights or whatever the case it is and situations change, if they don't get that same validation, they feel as though they're worthless at that point. They feel as though that their life is no longer valid anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Miss McKenzie. She says, I think it's important to be able to support someone in a way that they receive it similarly, right? To the capacity to speak to someone's love language versus just their own. Wait, not everyone feels supported in the same manner. Absolutely. So even, even just that, the military at this at that point, since we're talking about it, I was in dark places before even getting out. But I had to realize how important it was to find that why. And I believe sometimes us, right, individuals, not just black men, white men, whatever the case is, individuals in their certain points of their life, they forget the intentions, the original intentions as far as what they started to do. And right. then they start to get distracted. And then when that, you know, that, that you know, pretty thing is gone, now they're like, wait a minute, what, what am I doing again? Why am I doing it? Oh, I was only doing it for her or I was only doing it for him. So I don't have anything else to give. You know what I'm saying? Nate, what you thinking? No, that's spot on. And I will sit up there and I will add to. Let's reverse that, man. Let's take a look at vice versa. You know, there are individuals out there right now that, you know, uh, has been retired and, you know, still feel like they work in that capacity or whatever in a civilian, uh, civilian equivalent. So, I, I, you know, one of the things about me. Hey, you know, and listen, hey check it out. Hey, it's crazy as hell. Hey, still get it on their uh, the signature block. Colonel <laughs> 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 retired. And, 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 here's the, and here's the thing, right? And here's the thing. I think what most people forget is you know, it's See, their name. Shut they up. Forget, shut they, up. They, they, shut no. Up. You got it. You dropped it. <laughs> they, you they, got forget, it. They, they forget their name, you know. That's what it is. And, and and the thing is, is that, you know, no matter how many, no matter how many chevrons, stripes, bars, or whatever it is that you have, I was really? Nathan Jackson before I came in. I'll be Nathan Jackson when I leave. So you you weren't always no, Nathan Jackson. Sometimes yeah, you're Nicholas. Sometimes you're Nicholas, depending on who sees you. Depend on who <laughs> I thought you was Nicholas when I saw you, man. <laughs> when I first saw you, I was like, hey, what's up, dog? He's like, you don't know me, man. You know my brother. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. So sometimes you're Nicholas, but continue, bro. <laughs> no, man, but I'm going to sit up there and going to say, man, never lose, never lose sight of that, you know. Uh, and I think sometimes people get caught up because we had this discussion earlier, uh, uh, brothers. You know, you sit up there and the more and more you move up to the top, you know, the more it becomes devastated. It becomes hard because yeah. it's like no one's there. You're mentoring everybody else. But who's mentoring her? Who's mentoring Seth? Who's mentoring Larry to make sure, you know, that uh, you guys are good to go and that you're on the straight and narrow? You don't yeah. get that, man. It's like you're yeah. climbing the top, uh, the tallest mountain, you know, in the world. And, you know, you're suffocating because right. you're basically out there on your own. So no, it's, it's hard. It's it hard. is. Hey, big, hey, Larry. So, what you think, bro? What, man, look, your final word, man. What you thinking? So, so my final word is like obviously we hit it hard on the on the mental health piece of it. So, I ain't really got to reiterate any of that. Like, take it seriously. Get you a circle. Find you a clean, good circle of people that can actually look out for you and have your best interests at heart. But going back to the whole baby boy syndrome, this is the one thing that I put in the chat and and some some folks commented on this. Um, the entitlement piece, like understand the difference between and make sure your children understand the difference between you are privileged to afford these things versus you entitled to these things. Because we have to draw that line in, in what we're doing with our kids as far as spoiling them with all the stuff that we didn't have coming up. And we feel like we can get them to the world. Make right. sure you understand and they understand the why behind a lot of the, those things. Not everything you buy, but just knowing the difference between being privileged and being entitled. That, that's just my final thought on that. Big facts. Go ahead, Herm. 
Hey, uh, first, I want to give a shout out to everybody that's watching. You know what I mean? Really, really dig the interaction that you gave to us. Got to give a special shout out to my mother-in-law. I mean, she was she was watching the whole time, Charles Zeta Shelby. Um, the topics that we touched on are important. You know, I we, we're hoping what you do with it and just think about it. Sit back and think about it and think about how we will operate in those circles. Leave us some comments. You know what I mean? Tell us if we were off target on something or tell us if you agree with something. And then also, when you go to our page, leave us something that you want us to talk about. Hmm? That's all I got. There it is. There it is. Go ahead, Nate. Stay the course. Stay the course. Stay the course is my final word. No matter what right you do, stay the course. Absolutely. To all you members out there, stay the course. Yeah, yeah. All you members. <laughs> hey, hey, so look, check it out. This has been an outstanding show. And again, just like what uh, Herm said, I want y'all to make sure y'all go click on the link that you see in the comments. Let us know what y'all think about the show. And listen, there's some of y'all that want to be on the lion's den and come it's okay on. come on in if you want to get bit this way you come and get it but no real talk go into the lion's den right hit the menu part and then it says to register as a guest and also too ladies and gentlemen make sure y'all following us and make sure you're following the page because you will see that i'm doing a boot camp august 20th all right it's a podcast boot camp for those of you that want to have a podcast and to say hey i always want a podcast you got all the equipment but you don't got all the equipment. Let me give you all the equipment to help you put all your equipment together. You know what I'm talking about? We're going to talk about everything that you have, how to talk about uh, your shows, and also how to monetize. So we're going to do that. But ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Lions Den. We appreciate y'all. Shout out to everybody that's been tuning in and that's been holding it down. This is what we do, and we would not have been able to do this if it wasn't for you. Right on? Right on. Later. Don't get left behind. Stay updated. Make sure to give a thumbs up and catch more on the Lions Pride Network.